0: Welcome to the Restored and Remarried podcast with Gil and Brenda Stewart. Gil and Brenda are internationally known marriage experts who specialize in remarriage and the stepfamily. The Stewart's offer valuable principles that can improve your relationship satisfaction with the love of your life. Here they are, coach and counselors, authors and speakers, Gil and Brenda Stewart. Welcome back. Again. Again. To
1: uh, Restored and Remarried with Gil and Brenda Stewart, where we are so privileged to pass along tips, tools, and...
2: Tingles. tingles
1: jingles and tingles. I was
2: wondering if you're going to bring in the jingle, Jingles, tingle
1: thing tingles for your relationship, for your holidays. <laughs> and uh, we've titled this one "Holidays." Avoid the spin and holidays is H O L I D A Z E D. Not yeah. holidays like happy holidays, but we're dazed. I mean yeah, this, we're this, running. this I mean we're running and, and to avoid the spin basically is in regard to in the step family world how things can really gut get yeah, they can get gutted too. They can get spun out with a lot of frustration and anticipation and expectations. And
2: unmet expectations. unmet expectations. So in a lot
1: of ways, what we're going to share today is maybe some older thoughts that we've shared in the past, but also some new spin on those ideas. And so... Brenda's got a lot of ideas here that we will just kind of talk about uh, a conversation. So we hope you'll enjoy the time today.
2: So I think the first one that we've we've talked about a lot, and this goes for like every day of being in a step family, but especially around the holidays, is to have realistic expectations.
1: Realistic, not too high, not too well, low. You know,
2: and in the past, I've always said lower your expectations. Yes, you have. But. Somebody said the other day, you don't want to lower them so low that you're not expecting anything. Yeah, there's
1: so, that balance there. Yeah, I mean, in the past, you've often said just lower your expectations, and if something positive happens, it's a win. Ooh, yeah.
2: <laughs> so in that sense, I still agree because then you're you you personally are not disappointed.
1: Right, but realistic expectations kind of lifts them a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I don't know,
2: good. But either way, I think it's just a reminder. Have a conversation with your spouse to say, okay, what are our expectations for this? this Christmas season or this hol- any holiday yeah, any holidays not even just Christmas you know even any holiday you know
1: President's Day
2: <laughs> vacation the life of a step family the what life are of, <laughs>
1: we are dazed we are dazed and spinning out all the time all so, the time What what is what is the kind of the first thought you want to lead off your brain?
2: well that is the first <laughs> that is the first thought the second one it's an is, original
1: thought isn't it <laughs> no
2: you guys have all heard this before but I know we you know after almost 16 years of doing this we still need to be reminded of this stuff and the next one uh, is kind of a basic 101 to avoid the holidays is being flexible
1: being flexible back to blessed are those that are flexible because they won't snap Snap. yes indeed so what do you, you thinking So we're here?
2: talking about, uh, once again, not just Christmas, Hanukkah, any holiday, but the life of a stepfamily. How flexible can you be on the exact date and time of an event?
1: Yeah, I mean, I always look forward to Groundhog's Day.
2: <laughs> Why?
1: Because it reminds me of that Bill Murray movie that it happened over oh, and over. It drives me
2: crazy. And I, over I, again. I, I mean, he
1: would keep dying and then wake up the following morning with, you know, the Sonny and Cher song. But, you know... <laughs> The preparation of my expectations on any holiday is is that the expectation is that we're going to have this wonderful time, and the kids and myself and or you may indeed know.
2: On Christmas Day or on the exact holiday. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, like Columbus Day.
2: Yeah, that's a big one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of all these holidays where with three day weekends and you know the kids are out of school or we're doing something well, specific. Something like
2: that is kind of you, there's not a lot of flexibility. But you know, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, uh, birthdays. Yeah, because Easter. we have plans. Yeah.
1: We want things to work out, but we can get dazed. And confused, and really spin out because we get frustrated because we have to plan for the unexpected.
2: Well, and part of that planning is how is this the hill you're going to die on that you have to have Christmas at your house at nine a.m. every year?
1: Mm, that would probably that may not be work. unrealistic.
2: Yeah, because even in a first time family, as kids get older and there's other family involved because in laws and outlaws, I mean, you still have to be flexible there. Too. Right. right. So, anyway, just being flexible with your date, your time of your celebration, the foods that you have. You know, your stepkids may have a favorite dish that their great grandma used to make. Um, get the recipe. You know, especially it's really cool as if m- their mom isn't making it anymore, but you start making it, you could score some points there. What do you think?
1: I think you're up to something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's not manipulating. That's just being strategic.
1: <laughs> I, I I think you're on the edge of something okay. there. <laughs> strategic or manipulative. I'm not sure No, what I
2: is. don't want to manipulate. You're scoring points one way or the other.
1: <laughs> the okay. effort.
2: It's all about it the effort. It is about the effort. Because you're affirming your stepchild's traditions and their history. Mm-hmm. And man, that's, you know, especially in today's society, we don't put a lot of time into into people's history. It's because everything's instantaneous and it's now.
1: Yeah. We forget about those rituals that are important and are very, you know, they help stop the spin mm-hmm. because, you know, there's so much commercialism and materialism and all this kind of stuff. But just really the simplicity of a meal together and the simplicity of what we discuss, but enjoying that time together helps slow the spin down. Yeah.
2: I like that. Which leads us into another duh <laughs> about step families and holidays is traditions. Okay. You know, once again, your kids brought in new traditions that my guys, we weren't used to, and you guys had to adjust to the traditions that we had. So to be able to merge those two and begin our own.
1: Right. So for instance, holiday, uh, one of my favorite particular holiday right up next to Groundhog's Day yeah. is is th- th- is Thanksgiving. Why? Well, because it's less commercialized. Mm-hmm. It's really a message of, it really is a message of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And so being thankful to be together
2: right,
1: and all the blessings that we really feel like God has Bestowed upon us in our family, in our marriage, and each each with each one of the kids. So what what I started uh, probably about six years ago was whoever wants to get up and go play a, a nine holes of golf.
2: It <laughs> used to be eighteen, but you're getting old. No, <laughs> we're, we're
1: getting old. Uh, nine holes of golf on Thanksgiving morning. Mm-hmm. And now, again, for those of you that don't know, we live in the Northwest. So on Thanksgiving morning, you may get ice, uh-huh. you might get snow, uh-huh. you right. might get frost, you might get rain. Oh, yeah, definitely get rain. And sometimes you might even get a really crisp, sunny sky, where it's actually quite pleasant.
2: The one time in the winter in the Northwest. Yeah,
1: the one time the Northwest. in the century, yes. <laughs> and so whoever wants to go. So it was a new tradition that... I created, Mm -hmm. and I mean, you could do it on, you know, Columbus Day or Groundhog's Day, (laughs) but it just happened to fall on Thanksgiving because kids tend to be closer to home. At least there's a cycle, but it's creating a new thing. And every year the kids, you know, even this year during the, 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 the annual round of golf, there was only two of us that got to go this year. But we stopped at about the fourth hole and did a video and shared it with everybody. It
2: was awesome. And
1: everybody sounded in. Literally, before we were done with the ninth hole, everybody who's been on the golf outing on Thanksgiving morning had something to say and how much they really enjoyed it. Yeah.
2: That was really, that was very uh, good form on your part to include everybody. So slow things down. I think it's been kind of all the guys. I don't think the girls have gone.
1: Yeah. And the girls are welcome, but they all kind of go... (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's when I take the girls to jazzercise with me. Uh, Yeah,
1: yeah, that is another tradition. (laughs) Yeah, we're
2: going to try to do that So
1: kind of get back to what's your point. I mean, what what, what more do you want to say there?
2: Uh, Just the traditions. You have to be intentional in them. I know sometimes I forget because I get in the, the, you
1: know, rushing
2: around. Yeah, but it's like all of our kids are moved out. And out of the seven kids, six are married. So I tr- started a tradition at Christmas time a few years ago. I'm sending them all nutcrackers the each girls. year. The girls, yeah, yeah. the daughter in laws. And then at Easter, I send them a cute little bunny of some kind, so that they can start, you know, a collection in their home. So they have that each holiday. Uh, And some are really cute. Some are kind of funky. It's kind of mix it up. It's fun.
1: Well, in a way, now that you think uh, you say that, Bren, uh, you know, I think in terms of your your stepmother and how, you know, even though she's gone and stepped away because she's passed. There were little things that she would get for you at Christmas time, like an additional you know place setting of spode dishes mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. nutcrackers or something to that effect and
2: I still have them today
1: and you still have yeah. them today and, and you often you know reflect back on that so it's tradition, it's legacy, and it's memory that lives on beyond, beyond us.
2: yes, stop
1: yeah. the spin, don't get tangled into what was move forward,
2: yeah. And I think that leads greatly into my next point. This is kind of a new thought, is that we need to be secure in ourselves and not be intimidated by what's going on in the other home. Because you have to remember, this isn't a contest. (laughs) What? Yeah, especially around the holidays. And I know as a stepmom, and most stepmoms can feel intimidated by what is going on in the other house Mm -hmm. because they might have – You know, more money to buy more presents. They might have a prettier tree. They might have, I mean, you just fill in the blank. So when the kids are all together, whoever's kids come to your home, I think it's really important for you to be secure as a couple uh, in your family. Even if you have to fake it, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, fake it. You can fake
2: anything for a couple hours. A couple
1: of hours. But I think with what you're getting at is, is if there is competition. You know, it's that nature of, well, maybe our family is the family that's a little Mm -hmm. more affluent. Um, In some cases, yes. In some cases, no. But what, what I'm hearing you talking about is creating stability. Yes. That you can be counted on and you're available not just with your pocketbook mm-hmm. but with your emotional availability and that you really are willing to engage in that stupid little game of shoots and ladders or go fish or king on the corner or some you know game that is tradition to the family and it carries on a place of conversation when you're actually sitting down and doing that thing rather than playing the game, watching the video, blah, 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 blah. Or
2: being so caught up in your own securities. I guess that's my point, too. Yeah. Is that, you know, am I doing your this right in- or... Your
1: own insecurities.
2: That's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. So to be able to you know you may still have them and that could be a deeper issue that you need to face off with but not the day of a, <laughs> a holiday celebration no this
1: takes preparation
2: <laughs> yeah yeah and if you find yourself in the middle of the you know the celebration and you feel these feelings coming up i mean yes eventually you need to work through them but in the moment I think we need to put our big girl pants on and big boy pants on and do what's best for the family.
1: And for the kids, regardless of the age of the children. And
2: you can crash and burn after everybody leaves. Right,
1: (laughs) right. And and, and if you pick up on the fact that the kids are a little uh, out of sorts or something's kind of out Mm -hmm. of sync with them, I mean, this is where bravery comes into play, Mm -hmm. to step in and say, hey, what are you feeling? Mm -hmm. You know, and be vulnerable because vulnerability is, is, is an act of courage. Yes. And it's really in those acts of vulnerability that slows the spin down even more and allows people to really connect. Now, of course, don't be stupid with your <laughs> vulnerability. Yeah. But, you know, really kind of touch on that just for a second to think, hey, what's what's going on for you? Were, were there things that you missed about old times? What can we replace it with? You know, and, and to be secure enough, To be secure enough to ask that question, Mm -hmm. I think completely slows the spin down. And away goes the days, you know, like I'm dazed and confused and dizzy, to really being clear-headed, because that really connects your head and your heart together. And the kids see that; they're taking yeah, notes. They're
2: going to feel it. They're too. taking. They're, they're going to really feel are. it in yeah. in
1: the presence of that kind so of So did I? Person. Did I
2: share that appropriate? I mean, not appropriately, but clearly that sometimes we have to put our own feelings aside as the parent to do what's best for the kids. In that, and I'm talking specifically about holiday celebrations. So
1: ask your question again.
2: What's my question? <laughs> well, you you're
1: asking, did I put it in the in the right phrase?
2: Well, because I'm asking people, suggesting to people in the moment that they put their insecurities aside for the sake of the kids.
1: So why don't you ask them?
2: But they can't just like answer well, right now. Pull the car over
1: <laughs> and and stop email for a second. Email us. Email us and, I'm and think about to it. Know what because you if you email us at Restored and Remarried, we'd really like to hear from you yeah. on this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean if you're insecure and you can stop literally and 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 stop for a second and go whoa hold on a minute
2: is this me or am, and what am i reflecting on the kids yeah or are the kids pushing buttons in me
1: uh huh yeah yeah okay we 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 hey, chase yeah, we chase can, that rabbit for a while that's a whole nother conversation we chase that rabbit with for a counselor while. <laughs> yeah yeah so hey mentioning that a, a little commercial here um You know, Brenda and I serve as counselors and coaches. Uh, We coach and counsel. We co-work together with couples from around the country via Skype or phone. And uh, we would be honored to uh, serve you if you have questions or uh, would like more information upon that uh, issue, please go to our uh, website, restoredandremarried.com. And there's an issue, I guess there's a little uh, tab on there about coaching and all that. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And then you can find us. We have a YouTube channel under Brenda Stewart and obviously the podcast and we're on Facebook and Instagram and Blah 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 blah.
1: Okay, and by the way, we yes, we are still looking for a sponsor for our for our our, <laughs> our, pod, recording our podcast recording studio. Now so. we
2: need a whole video crew because we're having fun doing videos. Yes. Huh? Uh, okay, yes. as, let's get As on. we wind up, okay, so on with the show. So some of the stuff, like I said, this is like basic stuff we've talked about before, but we're we'll throwing in a few on. new things. But yeah, another thought. thing that we were talking about the other day, because once again, we've been doing this almost sixteen years, which to some people is nothing, and to other people, it's like. Forever. Yeah,
1: actually made it that <laughs> far.
2: <laughs> but we're still living. Yeah. It, it's the gift that does not... That keeps on giving. Right. The divorce and the remarriage. So the question is, um, how, do you ever ask your kids about the other parent?
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
2: Because I know in the past, years ago, I would do it... Honestly... Well, let's see how, which one is honest and which one was, <laughs> I would ask because I was truly concerned about how are they doing. And because, you know, in a, in a step family, when you have to share, a lot of you have to share your time with your kids, with your ex and the other parent. So you don't know, always know the experiences your kids have over there. And that's. It's always been very sad for me mm-hmm. because I'm not experiencing my kids' whole life. I only get a part of it.
1: Yeah. They okay? they could be days confused. So
2: so I would like to ask, you know, how, how what's going on over there? Just out of curiosity, like what are they – what's the good things that are going on over there? I don't look for bad. I'm hoping that there's good things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously probably part of me, the, the dark side of me is just curious. Like what's going on over there? Are they happy or what's – you know <laughs> – What's going on?
1: Yeah, because again, you're concerned about the kid. Or are you really concerned about the kid? Is that what I'm hearing yeah, you say? Yeah, yeah. because one of them truly is, is that, it, especially depending upon the age of the child, they could be in a really difficult circumstance over right.
2: there. And, and you need to you, And
1: how do you support them right. without being and prying and getting into someone else's business? Uh, I hear this topic all the time in the counselor's chair. You know, and even though you may have been flexible with your time and your schedule, and you would think that the other family would then reciprocate and be kind and you know um, be flexible when you need a favor, mm-hmm. that doesn't happen.
2: Doesn't always. There's nothing fair. I mean, there about. there
1: are some step families that can be co parenting as cooperative colleagues which Mm -hmm. is you know in the research but there are some that just really never get around to wiping their nose and growing up right and so in that case it really is how do you care for the child and yourself you know to be able to you know what (laughs) get to the point of what you're doing asking the kid about how's it going over there
2: well, without being too intrusive, because you know, honestly, so my parents were divorced when I was fifteen, and I remember succinctly through the years that my mom would ask, "How's your dad doing?" And I was kind of offended by it. So I, you know, I want to be really sensitive. Like, what's? I didn't never ask her what is your motivation for asking me, "How's your dad?" Mm-hmm. Um. That always bothered me. So I, I, you know, so many years later, I can real honestly say when I ask, I have true concern. Are, is he doing okay? Is he healthy? You know, because I know if he's not healthy or there's something major going on, it's going to affect right.
1: the kids. Right.
2: So when you ask, you know, about the other parent, you need to think about, those of you that have seen our presentation of putting rocks in a basket, are you putting a rock, are you putting a burden on your kids um, and ask, almost asking them to be spies.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: So that's, you know, something to just consider. Some of you may not be asking your kids anything. Some of you may be talking with your exes and you know what's going on. Uh, but just something to think about. Cool.
1: All right. Well, I think in light of what you're talking about, that, you know, how you are able to ask that question and be respectful mm-hmm. really is age-appropriate. Yes. And, you know, the circumstances of how, um, how volatile their relationship is with the other family and with the other home. And so, you know, just use some discretion, you know, Mm -hmm. because again, there's, there's circumstances where there's a lot of difficulty between the two. And uh, in that case, You know, you have to ask yourself, what's my motive really behind me asking this question? Yeah. And the key, like you said, you don't want to put the kid in the middle, cause them to be a spy, and having to carry a burden that is not theirs to carry. So if there's really genuinely a question there, ask the other family.
2: You know, and in that same breath, Gil, I think even as as recent as last week, we have found that the Lord gives us information that maybe we wanted to know or didn't want to know, but information about the other home in the right time.
1: Right. To be supportive of the kid. Yes. Because the Within. kid the kid has felt comfortable enough to share with you or with me or with us. And then being able to be supportive and not be critical of the other home.
2: Right. Yeah, when information is shared from the other home, to me, that is like that 's gospel it 's like I just keep my mouth shut and listen and affirm them and their thought process because it's very could be very easy to run the other home down, but as as much as you can be positive and supportive of that child, and we 're talking if they 're five or they 're forty does not matter the age
1: doesn 't matter the age
2: and the longer you're on the step family journey, and the longer you 're married and trust is built and uh, those kids, those people's brains continue to develop and digest <laughs> this whole experience. They're going to relive and experience and look back on their stepfamily and divorce or loss of a parent age appropriately and may have new re- revelations themselves.
1: Well, I think to your point is, is even with circumstances with my own children, I won't go into the whole long detail, but you know, age appropriately, it couldn't be more Realistic and more relevant because circumstances took place that that were really difficult. Were a broken home. It was was relational, traumatically, you know, to that kid, even to yourself. Mm -hmm. And so, to go back to the kid at various times of their of their lifespan, while you're still alive, and can be sensitive, just to say, hey. You know, in your teens, in your 20s, and in our case with kids now that are in their 30s and late 30s and coming up on 40s, are we getting that old? No, it's uh, an illusion. <laughs> yeah, but, but the place is that giving those kids a chance to safely talk about the circumstances that they were in, that they were encountering at the different intervals of their life because their brains have changed. And they may actually need to allow that part of themselves to hear the older part speak Mm. to the younger part and unravel some of the mystery and some of the trauma and realize that, hey, some of those things that took place were not their fault. Kids are going to, they're going to tell themselves a story and they may be great observers of the story, but they're horrible interpreters because they don't have a fully developed brain until they're in their 20s or 30s maybe not till their 40s i'm not sure with some of those kids <laughs> but, but think about that if they don't have the whole story they're going to fill something in and it could be inaccurate
2: right and to, for them to be able to revisit that with the adult brain with their parent in a positive supporting way oh my gosh that brings heat so much healing for that little kid. For that little kid. For the little
1: kid inside Years of them. Because it's and still this, there. Yeah.
2: That's that's there. powerful. Thank you for sharing that. It's still that's there. Great. Yeah. great. Yeah. I
1: guess I am learning a few things while I'm doing this. You
2: are an incredible this, counselor. Yeah. You just blow me away. I've learned so much from you. So I'm glad we can share your wisdom and, and my whatever I do here <laughs> to support our step families out there because we love you and we know this can be a tricky, hard season and you can be so dazed and... And sometimes, you know, I didn't want to use that word survival. I know sometimes we're on survival mode, but yeah, take a breath, deep breath, right?
1: Because invest, you're re-, you're re invest because you are rebuilding um, legacy for your family.
2: And I would even encourage couples listening, you know, think about sometime in January that you are, whenever soon, to take a debrief from the holidays and go get some
1: rest. <laughs> <laughs> If that's at all possible. Because,
2: you know... If
1: you ain't got the marriage...
2: (laughs) You ain't got nothing.
1: Fabulous. Take care, everybody.
0: You've been listening to Gil and Brenda Stewart with the Restored and Remarried Podcast. If you enjoyed today's time together, share it with a friend. And be sure to sign up for Gil and Brenda's free newsletter... Subscribe to upcoming podcasts and learn where they're speaking it's all on the website restoredandremarried.com connect on facebook instagram and twitter and hashtag restored and remarried plus they offer one-on-one couples coaching with amazing results join the stewards next time as they provide more tips tools and tingles for your relationship remember
2: if you ain't got the marriage
0: you ain't got nothing